What's up, everybody? This is So Says Jay. Welcome to the Aussie Suns podcast. Top three podcast out there in Suns Nation. Absolutely. Tune in, subscribe, do whatever you do. <laughs> As Chris Paul gets in, another wide open three. Welcome everybody to season two, episode 24 of the Aussie Suns Fans Podcast. I am Gavin, I'm here, and we're finally all back after fucking three weeks. We are all back together. Boyd, Hamo, Nate, what's cracking, lads? I'm lucky to still be alive after uh, our last catch-up. There seems to be a theme theme trending when you come to Brisbane. Yeah, you can't keep up with me, I noticed. Yep. Uh, Boyd, how are you going? Yeah, good, mate, good. Um, when are you coming up again, Gav? I'm just really jealous, and I just, I just, I just want to hang. Well, the, the positive is, the positive is, as I explained to Nate, my Thursday up there went extremely well. So I've probably got three or four trips between now and June. Oh shit! All right, now, now, now you're really creeping up on my ability to get leave passes uh, from the distance. That's a <laughs> Look, fucking. I'm not, uh, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised you're just another one that can't keep up with me. Hamo, how are you going, buddy? Mate, not doing too bad. Finally got some feeling back in my legs after that big trek the other week. So, What yeah, a magnificent job you did, bud. Well done to both you and Jared. That was awesome. Mate, could not have done it without Jared. Um, you know, the likes and so forth on the live streams that we did, I couldn't stay on live stream long enough because, you know, I would have fell over. But um, yeah, no, it was it was a big effort, mate. Uh, as Aussie Suns fans, we managed to raise one thousand one hundred and eighty-one dollars, which is unreal. Uh, everyone that contributed to that page, uh, sorry, that that group was from the page or a close friend of someone from the page. So yeah, no, that was really good. So yeah, that's um, really good effort, guys. Really appreciate all your support. Well done, mate. That's sensational. And Nate and I did about 42 Ks in Ubers over three days while we're up there. So we know, no how, you feel. We no know how you feel. It was uh, it was pretty pretty hectic. On um, you, Jared. Let's go into the week wrap. Uh, this week, four games. Uh, a win against New Orleans, 131 to 115. Book 27 points. Aaron Holiday and Jabal McGee, six rebounds each. And Cameron Campaign and Book, eight assists. 129-112 win against uh, Houston, book 36 points. Tory Craig, 14 rebounds and also didn't miss a shot for that game. And campaign 11 assists. Chicago, 129-102 to 102 win. Um, Going to be pretty tough to wrap this one up because uh, I didn't see much of it. Uh, book 28 <laughs> points, 8 and 12 rebounds, campaign 7 assists. And, of course, today against the Kings, 127 to 124 overtime win. Book 31 points. Aiton and Tory 10 rebounds. And Aaron Holiday, seven assists. How'd you see the week, Hamo? Look, I was uh, pretty happy with the week, to be honest. Uh, especially the game against Chicago there. Yeah, I managed to snag a nice multi, so that was good. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 really good to see us coming together as a team. We can see in the pre-warm-ups and all the videos and stuff that um, CP3 looks like he's coming back anytime soon, but he's just Not taking his away. time. Not far away. Not far away, but he's taking his time, and that's fine. Um, you know, there's not... I think there's nine, possibly ten games left in the regular season, which we'll get into Maybe later. Um, 
but yeah, it's um, it's it's really exciting to see what we're doing. Uh, a lot of the bench players, especially in the games like the 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 blowouts, they're getting a lot of time, which is great. They're balling out still. Um, I'm I'm really happy with where we're at. Fabulous, Boyd. What were your thoughts? My thoughts. Um, well, my thoughts are we got to see a lot of different rotations, and it just feels like whatever. Whatever the fucking basketball gods throw at us, we are we are fucking answering, man. And we're just we're just so so resilient. Our bench is so deep. We've got fucking um, we got we got players. Um, people were starting to wonder why we ever traded sticks for for for, for Tory. People were saying, "Ah, oh, fucking hell, Shamit's getting paid fucking ten uh, ten million a year or forty million over four years." And they're really, really, everyone's fucking spilling their fucking beans, right? And 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 look at this awesome record. But this this week, when when their numbers are down, these guys have proved that they that they are who we paid for, and they are who we traded for. And um, I just, I I think that's really it's good for the confidence of our guys on um, um on the bench, and it's um it's good for the team as a whole, I think. So yeah, unfucking believable. I could go on and on, but um I won't. I'll keep it short and sharp. You're on mute, Gav. That'll be that'll be the first time this season that you've kept it fucking short and sharp. But um, <laughs> just a heads up for everybody out there, um, Boyd's finally joined us in the COVID club. That's probably why he's a little bit nasally. Um, I'm just a little bit nasally anyway because I'm an annoying prick. Um, Me too. Mate, he, he came up with his point. They've thrown everything at us, including some pricks in black and white today. Um, but how did you see the week? All right, the, let's start with the Chicago game because we, yeah, the guys that got together in, in Brisbane, it was a good time. Um, it was such a blowout by the third quarter that the guy, Bo, actually, the manager, turned the audio off of the Suns game, even knowing full well all six of us were there screaming and being loud, and switched it over to the Bombers Geelong game. Uh, I hopefully, because he wasn't being rude and he actually saw the score had gone, they're done. So that was kind of cool. <laughs> Today's game was painful. Um, but I just a couple of things I want to reference so that the pods we've had in the past where we spoke about, do we have all the right chips or all the right pieces there? And it, it, eventually the conclusion was that all the pieces are there, all the pieces are right. Everyone just needs to be healthy and do what they're hired to do. And I think today's game with the rotations being stretched with three of starters being out, fouled out or, um, or th- missing a three and then having three players foul out with, making the, the nail at a tie it up and then Shamit doing what he did. I think all the pieces now are showing us individually they're set. So now we just need to get them healthy to the playoffs and I think we're going to see an absolute magic team flying through. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Absolutely. absolutely well, one extra point I did want to bring up too because it was on last week's pod we were talking about um, DA going for um, uh, 20 and 20 and to reference, I think you and Trev had the same opinion, Boyd. It's don't give a shit. Don't care if it doesn't happen. We just keep getting these Ws and that's all that matters. I, I think, was it Doris, the female commentator on today's game? Doris, she's fucking uh, She made a comment, whoever it was, I'm pretty sure it was, but she made a comment on um, Sabonis saying that was coming off a 30 and 20 game. I'm like, oh, that'd be nice. But then I thought about the comments you made in the pod last week, Boyd. Saying I don't care as long as we get the Ws. They're not getting the Ws. So no, they've, got a, they've got a 30 and 20 guy and then not getting the wins. 
So that just sort of made me sit back and go, you know, to reiterate the point I just made, everything's clicking. I think if you look at the week, the New Orleans game was a cruise. Won it pretty easy. The Houston game was a cruise. We won it pretty easy. The Chicago game was a cruise. We won it pretty easy. Today, today's game was probably the most important. And it's funny, I'm going to say, I'm, I, yes, people, I am going to say that today's game against Sacramento was the most important game of the week. But there's a reason I'm going to say that. Today displayed just how fucking deep this team is. Because we did this today without campaign, without Chris Paul, without Cameron Johnson. And I'm not even going to count the other guys who were injured. But DA fouled out halfway through the last quarter. Devin Booker fouled out during overtime while we were still behind in the game. And JaVale McGee fouled out in the game. Um right at the end of the game. And this side still managed to pull out a win. Now Everything against us. Everything. Um, including those black and white bastards. Including those... Um... Today, was, today was a perfect example of the depth of this side and why the Phoenix Suns are absolute... And sorry, Espo, but the Phoenix Suns are absolutely the best fucking side in the NBA. And today proved why. It does not matter that it was Sacramento because our second string side beat Sacramento's first string side without De'Aaron Fox. That's effectively what happened today. And we just showed everybody there that the depth was there. And um, four, four and zero for the week, absolutely sensational. But today, today I really enjoyed because we did... We absolutely dug deep with what was our second string side out on the floor. Um, and in cases, our third string side, because Alfred Payton played 18 minutes. Um, still, I still can't believe he started. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, fantastic week. Let's move straight in. MVP of the week. I think this is a lay down Mazaire, but I'm going to give everyone a chance because I cut everyone off two weeks ago. Uh, let's go with you, Boyd, MVP of the week. Okay, honourable mention, Tory, for his little uh, fucking uh, pearl or two games. Um, but yeah, deep book, man. Hey, mate. Gotta go with book, man. Snake. Gonna be a clean sweep, Booker. NBA media. If Devin Booker is not in your MVP conversations, you're a fucking pack of absolute toss bags. Thank this you guy for... has been sensational all year. You all said that it was effectively Chris Paul that was dragging the fucking Phoenix Suns over their line and all of this shit. Our win percentage is 2% lower with Devin Booker leading this team. Great. And that is including major, major pieces missing games in the same period. Devin Booker is still does not get the credit he deserves. He was absolutely far and away our best player this week and an absolute deserving winner at the MVP of the week. So NBA media, pull your head out, your fucking ass. Devin Booker should be in that conversation. You keep putting him at seven or eight. I'm telling you right now, this bloke should be in the top three conversation right now. Defensive player of the week. Let's start with you, Nate. Bridges. 
Yeah, it's an absolutely lay down with I mean, I, I wanted to actually throw JaVale in there just because I personally enjoy watching him play this week. But I, I went to the that whole um, line where I pulled minutes versus plus minus. And yeah, Mikhail absolutely killed it. And he played 50 fucking minutes today. Saw that. Fuck me. Boyd. Yeah, uh, Bridges. It's, it can't be anyone else. Hey, mate. The lock. It is Bridges, man. If, if we're finally getting the recognition that the Lord Almighty Stephen A. Smith <laughs> is um, saying that Bridges is Defensive Player of the Year, well then, Jeezy's at least got to be our Defensive Player of the Week. This segment's going to get real boring real quick. NBA media, if oh. Mikhail Bridges isn't the fucking Defensive Player of the Year, you are full of fucking shit. All right, that's all. Encouragement awards for this week, gentlemen. Get him. Hey, mate, let's start with you this time. Who's your encouragement award for? My encouragement award was for um, everyone that managed to get there to your Brizzy uh, get-together. Um, obviously, being down here in, you know, Shell Harbour, Wollongong kind of area and not being able to walk for the last week, it's um it made it hard for me to get up there, but to see that the the fans up there, all the guys, um, I don't know any of their names. You you know them all. Uh, well, I know Ezra was there. Ezra all the way from Adelaide. That's right. Except I'm very disappointed in uh, Boyd had COVID. Fair enough. But Josh Platt and Midge, we're very very disappointed. In that, they both travel a fair way though. They're like, they're... Oh, I don't want to hear excuses. Mitch is as far away as Boyd is. Is it? Is he as far away as Melbourne? Oh, get off! But to, to round it out, everyone, like, everyone that buses. was involved in Simon the Brizzy get together, to be there. good on him. Everyone that got got together in the Brizzy, you know, get together. <clears throat> good on yous. The encouragement award goes to our Phoenix Suns group. Okay, in a whole. Because more of this is just going to be better and better, especially when we get together for the finals this year and take that chip. Whatever place we are in is going to be lit. Damn fucking straight it is, Boyd. Mine's going to uh, um, my boy uh, Simon Connors for defending me against all you fuckwits, bagging me on the day. Um, he whoa, told whoa, me on whoa, 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 he told whoa. me on that call he that you guys we did. No, he told me on the call, oh, of course when, he you, when he scored yeah. me, that you were bagging, bagging the fuck out of me and he was defending my honour. Yeah, then he then then when we hung up, he went, what a fucking dickhead. <laughs> yeah, you're not far off I, the point. I, I do actually recall Simon sticking up for you. I can't for the life remember why or what for, but, you know, he did at Pro- some point. Probably thinks I'm cute. <laughs> yeah. He needs to get in line, mate. <laughs> I, <laughs> they're right, us. Nate, oh, who's your encouragement award, right, mate? Um, I'm going to give it to TC. Um, it, there was no other awards left. He needed to get something. So. Nice. I mean, back to what nice. he did and then uh, the, back the way he's, he's filling in. Well, man. Crowder, Crowder's he's twisted well. his ankle again today, so there's going to be more minutes coming up towards the end of the season. That second unit's going to get a lot of run in those last few games going into playoffs. So there's my encouragement. Love it. Uh, mine's... For once, I'm going to go the Boyd route. I'm going to go very serious about my encouragement award today. So I apologise, guys. But we need to get into this and we need to get into it seriously. In June, the Phoenix Suns Aussie fans are going to travel 
to the US to enjoy everything that Arizona has to offer. My encouragement award today goes to Nate and hopefully he learns how to drink by then. <laughs> you toss jockey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll move into the week ahead. Three games this week. Thursday versus Minnesota, 11 a.m. Friday versus Denver at 12 p.m. So back-to-back -back Minnesota and Denver, two tough games. Uh, yeah. And then followed up by Monday versus Philly at 9 a.m., uh, which is our road trip. So this is probably, let's be honest, our toughest three games that we have spoken about this season um, that are coming up this week in the week ahead particularly because we are heading towards the end of the season. We're only, what? Well, there's 10 games to go and we're nine games clear of second. So I just don't see why they would put a hell of a lot of emphasis on any of these games that are coming up, apart from the fact that um, we know how competitive this side is and I've got zero doubt that they will be targeting the franchise record. So... Three games this week. Uh, we're going to go Boyd last because we know what's coming. Uh, Nate, what's your thoughts? I think, I think it's going to be a very hard week. Not just the back-to-back, -back, but the T-Wolves have everything to, to gain and nothing to lose. Also, the best record in the NBA since the All-Star break, the T-Wolves. Okay, didn't know that. Didn't pay that much attention. The Nuggets, well, after last year, they've always got everything to prove against us now. Um, the 76ers are still trying to tell the world that James Harden was a good idea. so And they're still fighting to stay in the top four, I think, aren't they? So, hmm. um, I, shit, mate. There's, there's got to be a loss in there somewhere. I just don't know where it's going to be. Get off the fucking fence and pick one. No, that's it. Move it on. You you upset that I said you couldn't drink. Jesus. Am I? <laughs> Yeah, look, um, I agree with some of what Nate said. It's definitely going to be a really tough week. The way that um, Cat's been performing lately, like you dropped that, was it 60 the other day and mm -hmm. on the 24 rebounds or something, I don't know. Um, yeah, that's going to be let's tough. Have some, let's have some context. Who, who, did, who did he do it against? Oh, I can't remember. The Lakers. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, that's a fair call. So we'll take that out of the equation. Yeah, we're going to beat Minnesota, right? Uh, Denver, look, Denver's always going to be fun, especially over the last couple of years when we've had the that extra little bit of rivalry since the Nick McKellar, Suns in four. Um, I'm pretty sure we made a rule that we were never going to talk about that fuckhead on here. <laughs> Rules are meant to be broken, bro. Just Suns in four. Um, but yeah, also, <coughs> sorry, what was that, boy? <laughs> Nothing, mate. I don't want to upset nah. the godfather. No, nah, that's all right. Um, but yeah, I mean, Denver's going to be tough. You know, they, they've always had a bit of B in their bonnet with us since the episode. Um, <laughs> Philadelphia, look, I really do not want to give them the time of day. I know Ben doesn't play for them anymore, but they really didn't get much of an upgrade. Um, but yeah, all in all, going forward, there's a, it's not a great last 10 games that we got. So I think we need to strike as much as we can this week and just 
you know, do do as much as we can, get as many wins as possible. All right. So what are we? 58-14. We need six game need to win six of the last ten to beat the franchise record. To beat. What are we doing this week? So I'm thinking. Is that that last game? Who's who's the last game against? Well, oh, sorry, sorry, not to cut you off, Boyd. Uh, no, you're wrong there, um, Gab. Sorry, it's 62 is the record. So if we're 58, we're and only we need five. We need five. I thought yeah. six, I thought 63. Oh yeah, no, you're right. 63. 60, 63. 63 to break. Yeah, sorry, Boyd. Please continue. So five, 500 in the last 10 games, Boyd. So D'Lo and Cat Book, they're all mates, right? So. Um, but I don't. Um, I'm not. I'm fucking the Timberwolves guys. Remember where they fucking came from? I mean, they're on a bit of a bit of a spurt now. We're gonna fucking flog these cunts, and it's not. not it's not. It's not gonna be pretty for them. So we're gonna fucking um, um, do that one easy. Um, so they're on. They're on a four game win streak, and they're nine and one in the yeah, last. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate. Fuck. The sun shines on a dog's asshole every once in a while. It's all good, man. It's all good. <laughs> hey. Um. We got, we got uh, Denver. That it does. I, I fucking hope Jamal Murray is back from his G League warm up games. Well, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. He's playing anyway. As long as it's in the G League, it doesn't matter where he's playing. If he's, he's playing, there. we lose. I hope he's. I hope he's on the court, and I hope we just fucking tear that prick. Yeah. But now, um, isn't there a Bleacher Report <coughs> saying he's not close to coming back? Not even close. He'll be lucky to. No, he wasn't close to coming on the. Uh, Is he actually in the G League, or was that a a bogus report I saw? (laughs) They've they've assigned him to the G League team, but he's still. I'm watching the wrong highlights. He's still. He's still. (laughs) You're watching. You're watching far too many King Kardashian videos, which is the wrong Kardashian, am I? Um, the uh, he's not even close to coming back. I ain't giving any of them time of day. Sorry, bro. Okay. Not even close to coming back for the G League yet, but he has been assigned there. Ah, I thought he was playing. Bugger, that's all right. Um, yeah. Denver's a W, man. We've been there, done that. It's um I'm not gonna get into it. And that that last fucking who, who was it again? Sorry, my mind's 76, man. Philadelphia. Seventy sixes. Harden Harden um had all sorts of troubles against us last time we played him. He's nothing like he was at the Rockets, and I don't think he ever since he went to Brooklyn and then went on to the why 76ers. did he have why did he have trouble against the last time? Oh, Harden, yeah. Oh, actually, didn't even we had everything to what well, no, put but against him. I don't, I don't, I don't remember any specific. You don't I remember? just remember. I'll tell you, it was two. I words. just remember after the game there was, his shit. There was two words why uh, James Harden had trouble against us last time. Macau Bridges. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Most probably, like I said, I don't actually. Remember, I, I I know he missed a lot of threes. Um, his field goal percentage was shit, but um, yeah. Look, I um I I enjoy watching that prick fucking go um just decline, decline, and can't keep offering him big fucking money. He's probably going to get another max, and he's just fucking he's getting caught out everywhere. So, um, yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have three good wins, guys. Good and wins. What, what about all the, the the outages? So, are you taking into account the fact that we haven't got the cams? We're probably going to be without Jay. I mean, I know we've got depth, but I mean, you, you're missing I, I, a big predict, portion uh, of the Cam, rotation. I, I predict Cam Johnson's going to come back um, in this spread of games at some stage. 
I think, um, look, I, look, I, I suppose I've just really liked the, the way that this second unit has stepped up and they're all fighting for that nine spot rotation now. They're, they're playing with a lot of fucking, um, a lot of hunger. I just, I just re- really like it. And as long as we have our, you look at um, um, Mikhail Bridges this week has really stepped up. He's playing like a second man and like yeah. a second go-to fucking um, top dog. He's hitting 26, 27. He's putting up good numbers. He's really, really stroking that mid-range. He's just getting to the top of the key and just fucking floating in the air, man. He's, he's fucking becoming a special offensive threat. And um, I think with him... Very good him, two-way player, man. Him and Booker and DA, with all these guys playing their ass off around him. But I think I mentioned it in the chat. He look, he reminds me a little bit of a younger um, Kawhi Leonard, the way that he sort of hangs and just sort of um, drops that mid-range. It's, and he's long and he's defensive. And even his numbers, man. But anyway, it's... Yuck. Um, Kawhi. Uh, Boy, it's hey, not hey, fucking, you can, you can not say anything you like about that, hey mate. Kawhi Leonard is a fucking animal. He's an animal. Oh, oh, but um, was no yeah, so, the floor. Was I just, we, don't, we don't know. We don't know, and we haven't seen him for two years. He hasn't. Yeah, he hasn't played like. But he, he, he the last game he played, he he is and was an animal. Uh, and it's a really good comparison. I like it. Apart from the fact that Macal Bridges does smile. <laughs> just think, to um, qu- just to quote Kobe real quickly, he didn't want to be the next Michael Jordan. He wanted to be the first Kobe Bryant. Now, I do not want Mikhail be compared anywhere hell near, nowhere near Kawhi Leonard. It's terrible. It's disgusting. I, if Mikhail Bridges can be compared to Kawhi Leonard. I would be very pleased. It's a good problem to have. Paycheck. Isn't it? Isn't it a good problem, boy? And oh, good, so good smile when they actually smile, but no, I'm sorry. Well, um, guys, our fringe players, I believe, are stepping up at the perfect time. We're talking nine-man rotation going into playoffs, and that's why I think, even with our injuries, Nate, that we will get these teams and get them good. And everyone's going to keep posting this shit up on social media saying, Oh my God, Devin Booker is fucking leading this team to this without Chris Paul, and he's shooting this percentage without Chris Paul, and fucking it's going to be fucking great. We'll keep rubbing it in, in the uh, national media's face. It'll be beautiful. All right, rub it in, move it along, Gav. Uh, okay. So personally, I think we'll drop the Timberwolves game. Um, mainly because campaign Cam Johnson. Jay Crowder will likely all miss that game, that at least that first game. Um, our efforts on a back-to-back are usually like peak, and we only have to look at the Chicago game on the weekend. Like, my God, we were good. Uh, so we do have a rivalry running with Denver. Um, so I think we'll drop Minnesota, win Denver on the second day of a back-to-back, and. When we travel to the East, this side really likes to make a statement against sides that are considered contenders in the East, I suppose. Um, so I think we'll win the Philly game as well. But I think we'll go 2-1 and one this week and we'll probably drop to Minnesota. Just only based on depth. Um, I'm not even going to give you any shit, Gav, because Nate didn't even fucking put his picks in. What a cock. That's true. That's true. 
Um, okay, so we're basically uh, Boyd is a clean sweep this week. Hamo is a clean sweep. Hamo or no? I actually think we'll probably lose the um, the Nuggets game. Okay. Um, and Nate, no one knows because he won't put pick two and one. I was two and one. I just didn't want to play some. <laughs> didn't know which one. Didn't know which one. All right, thumbs up, thumbs down. These ones are pretty straightforward this week. We got four of them. Um, I, I still love thumbs up, thumbs down. We can have a bit, a bit of a discussion after each of them. Um, Nate, you're going to write them down. Yep. Want me to read them? You read them. I'll write Excellent. Them. All right. Number one, Devin Book Armani Booker should be in the MVP discussion right now. Boyd, thumbs up. Hey mate. Thumbs up. Nate. Up. And I'm a thumbs up. Uh, Mikael Bridges is the defensive player of the year. Boyd. Yeah, yeah, asking if I think he is or will he be? Mikael Bridges is the defensive player of the year. No, thumbs up. No, thumbs down. Okay. Hey, mate. Thumbs down. Nate. I'm thumbs up. And I am also thumbs up. Uh, Landry Shamit has officially remembered how to be a sniper. Boyd. Thumbs down. Hammer. Thumbs all the way fucking down. Oh, Nate. <laughs> wow. I am up. Thumbs up. I am absolutely fucking up. This is a lot better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Last question. When this side breaks the franchise record for wins, which they will, they will officially be the greatest Suns team of all time. Boy, thumbs up. Hey, mate. Thumbs fucking up, baby. Nate, thumbs down. And I am thumbs up. But I'm going to use a fucking little side piece here like <laughs> I like to do because Nate loves when I do it. Uh, All right, let's go back to question one. Devin Booker should be in the MVP discussion. I think yeah. we're all thumbs up. Boyd. Thirty. Uh, let's go. Fifteen seconds. Why should he be in the uh, in the MVP discussion? Fifteen seconds. Go. Um, because he's uh, right now the best player on the best team in the NBA. Gavin. Excellent, Boyd. Hey, mate. Fifteen seconds. Go. Devin fucking Booker. Very good, Nate. <laughs> The media's had piss-weak definitions of the MVP for so long and they always fall back to what uh, Boyd has said about best player and the best team when they can't figure it out. And you know what? He is. Agree, agree, agree. Best player on the best team in the NBA and fucking three years ago, you fuckers, especially in the NBA media, you told us that Devin Booker's stats were empty because he was on a losing team. Now he's on a fucking winning team and he's not the MVP. Fuck you. Uh, That's Mikhail the big Bridges, problem, though. Mikael Bridges is the defensive player of the year, Boyd. Yeah, well, they, Boyd and Hammer both went down on this. So who was, who was down? Both Boyd and Hammer went down on this. Okay. Well, hey, I, I don't know about Boyd, but I didn't go down on no one. <laughs> it's again with the sleeping pills. 
<laughs> why why are you thumbs down on this? Who who's beating Mikael Bridges for the I think, defensive player of the year? I think um um Giannis. I just um the Better fact defender. that he uh, he's a more versatile defender, which is really hard to say. He he defends one right through to five where Mikhail does it uh, one 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 to four. Well, you're um, fucking kidding yourself. He's, oh, he's, no, I've got to wait he's, for a rebuttal. Yeah. His counting stats are um are better. Yeah, but this is this is again um you know, I think I don't know why I fucking went thumbs down. I just I look I think <laughs> I think I know why you went thumbs don't down. Don't doubt yourself, you man. Keep going, you you're on a roll. I think you went thumbs down because you want him to be, but you don't believe they will vote him to be. You don't trust yes, the media. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yes, I believe he is. I believe um, Mikael Bridges does. Look, it's really hard to it's it's really hard to speak to because as we know, we he does so many things off the ball which isn't 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 um, tracked, all right? Because we see it every single game, and then we look at um, at these box scores from these other teams with um, Giannis getting fucking six blocks here and fucking and and he's guarding point guards and the most and overrated fucking stat in the history of the fucking world. No, it's just it's just one of them. They're all good. All right, all, hey mate, why were you thumbs down? Look, I'm gonna take on Boyd's first half of his uh, statement here, but like, I think it's um, it's more of a fear-based thing. You know what I mean? And once again, I love our dynamic of our group here. We all talk about different areas of it. But for me, it's like it was always the the old saying, like, would you want to fight me or would you want to fight Mike Tyson? Do you want to go up against Mikhail Bridges or do you want to go up against Giannis? And I think a fear, fear of failure plays in a lot to that. And I think that Giannis is the better defensive player of the year Winner. I would fight because you of that. Mike Tyson. <laughs> He'd probably let you. Um, you have to pat his tiger first. And um, but no, him. like seriously though, <laughs> I think I think Mikhail Bridges next year will seriously <laughs> be in the category. And just to be clear, I've got I've had money on Mikhail Bridges all year to be defensive player of the year. I got him at like forty five dollars or something. You know, it's ridiculous. So I really hope he does. But I think just now, I think that, you know, we always speak about voter fatigue and all that kind of stuff. But I think Giannis is, is going to end up with it, unfortunately. Mate. Mate, I'm going to back this straight off the uh, evidence from my last one. Why Book was the MVP. He's the number one player on the best team. And the media is finally starting to echo this. Mm. They cannot acknowledge him being the MVP and then not acknowledge Bridges for being the best defensive player in the same scenario. They're gonna, I reckon they've got to set the, the definition at MVP and they've got to follow that through with defensive player and that's why I think he is. They can and they probably will, man. That's a, that's a sad part of it. He's starting to get national media attention. They are now screaming from the rooftops that Mikael Bridges is the defensive player of the year. Now, I didn't mind what Hame said, and I don't mind your overall thoughts, Boyd, because there is a little bit of grey area there where your biggest fear is that they just won't give it to him. 
But one of your comments was Giannis can guard the one to the five. Yeah. And Mikhail can only do one to the four. I will absolutely 100% fucking disagree with that until somebody fucking hits me in the head with a baseball bat. And you can, but Giannis, you're be wrong. Giannis can guard from I've the three I've been drinking with you, five. Gav. It's not going to take long. Giannis can guard from the three to the five. If he gets switched down on a guard, he is fucking lost. And Ja Moran and even Chris Paul have made him look yeah. fucking stupid. In that, that I'll agree with that, unfortunately, you know, but yes. Mikhail Bridges has gone and guarded fives. And not only that, on this pod, we have sat here and gone, fuck, he's been switched onto a center. Philly, the first time around, was the perfect example. In the stretch, in the last five minutes when the game was tight, Mikhail Bridges got switched onto Joel Embiid three times and stole the ball twice. He is... By far and away, the best defensive player this year. The media is starting to realise it, and Monty is starting to fucking trumpet that from the rooftops. I Look, he's an absolute lock for all-NBA first team. Absolute lock. Even Al Horford would vote for him. He has to be the best defensive player <laughs> this year. And there's no... Right, yeah, so... so- Fucking Jar Morant's gonna gonna blow by any anyone in the league, um, right? He's exactly. know what? Do you know what? No, what? give me give me a fucking hold on, hold on, give me a Fred Van I, I want to respond to that now, though. He did not blow by Mikael Bridges. No, didn't he? No. But then again, um, you can't you can't show me a fucking um, you can't reference a small ball lineup that the 76ers were playing where Mikael um, defended a centre. And then say that he's going to do the same thing against fucking um, a Jokic or a fucking all these other guys. It, it's it's Why, just he's, 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 he's not Jokic. he's not physic he's not he's not big he's not a big enough. He's body not going to play every play. Who did they have? I know, I know, I know, that, I know, I know that Gavin. Well, clearly what I'm saying is that don't boy. Mikhail, when we lost to the Raptors the other week. Hey, who was leave, who let's leave was this one. Bridges let's, playing on? Who stop, was he defending? Siakam. Let's. I, I'm starting to make myself He's feel sick lost. arguing um, Giannis over Macau. So um, let's just stop um, because I'm, I'm feeling really dirty. In the same segment, we went blown by and down on. So yeah. Yeah. just yeah. wrap that one sh- up. I clearly think that Nate and I won that argument and you two are dickheads. There um, we go. <laughs> Landry <laughs> Shaman <laughs> has officially remembered how to be a sniper. And I believe the, the same. Hamay went thumbs down again. So the uh, boys at the bottom of the fun. screen can explain themselves again why the Landry is not meeting your expectations. Would you like me to uh, kick off? You can kick off, Boyd. Actually, that let's motherfucker the... never forgot. <laughs> he never fucking forgot. Boy. If you want me to go first, he flipped. He jumped to the other side. You're going to be the side. smarter one. He was just down on confidence, boys. He jumped to the other side. <laughs> no, uh, always... good on you, Boyd, for hey. keeping that one interesting. Hey. He pulled hey, a U, Gav. He pulled a U. I, guys, guys, guys. He, he went through a whole a massive patch where he wasn't getting fuck all reps. Give him a fucking break. And now he's back. And I have been a big fucking supporter of this guy when other countries <laughs> brought, uh, brought him down. And, um, yeah, no, I think um, he is what he is. I think he, he he always has been that guy. And he's just – he's got a bit of confidence and a few reps, and he's doing it again. So, so what's fucking, he doing? Uh, 42% since All-Star game from three? 
I haven't looked at it since All Star game. I had a they look at it. mentioned it today. He was, oh, he was like forty-two percent since All Star game. Wow. Yeah. There you go. There he you keeps go. going clutch like he did today, though. Like, oh, hey, the floor's yours. <laughs> the floor's yours. Do it. And yeah. Tory looks so awkward getting him the ball, but as soon as it got to him, boom. Hey, what about what about that one that he missed right right before you he, he came back and and hit that three to put us ahead? Yeah. Was it the he, he he missed one from the corner, and I'm just like, and it was oh. a it was a quick it was quick release, and I yes, sort of went, shouldn't have done it, shouldn't have done yeah, it. Yeah, I know, I know. Just trained it. We should have gone Hamo first because he's going to fucking go off the back of you, here, boy. Yeah, he'll make sense too. Why is Landry Shamet? Why is Landry Shamet not officially remembered? He's a sniper. Where the fuck has he been for the last two months? Oh no! Oh yeah, yeah. Here you go. <laughs> Seriously. It's like all your all your other like oh Mello's back. He scores six three. Nobody here goes... said Mello's back. No, but I'm just as an example. You know what I mean? Like oh my god, he scores six three pointers, and it's like holy shit, he's the greatest thing since sliced bread or since you know okay, uh, Marty well, Booker. Look, all right. You want to know his numbers over the last few games? Okay, few games. and I'll bring him up. I've got him here. Since All right. All-Star Game. Tell me All-Star Game. Am I, oh, and while you're looking at the last five year, the last couple of months where he's been is he's just fucking come back off of a, um, an injury that sat him out for a, fucking, for, for, for a couple of months. That's where what, he's been. What and injury? He, he wasn't... He wasn't uh, was what it, he was it his ankle? Or his, he wasn't a wrist it guy. He was an ankle, ankle guy. He stood on Cam Johnson's ankle. He was yeah, out. Wasn't he was out. Genitalia regarded issue. No, like but pre, pre Boyd, Boyd, in fairness, pre that, he was fucking terrible. <sighs> Shut up, Gab. But the Look, question right now was, is he a sniper now? And why this no, he's and now. This is what, what he's done over the last few games. Okay, let's right? go. This is what he's done over the last few games. Now, I'm going to start at the latest one which is going to support your guys' arguments. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to bring it back down to the last one, like the furthest one away from the Lakers. Okay. So he did 21 points against um, Sacktown today. Yep. Good effort. Three Not point, a doubt. Three point wise. Tell me Read out the minutes. Minutes was 31. Right. And his he, he stats, his three-point percentage? 55.6. All right. Next. Okay, against Chi-Town. Played 27 minutes, 50% three-pointers, scored 14 points. Versus Houston, 15 minutes, three-point percentage was 50%. He scored seven points. And then the last two games preceding that was New Orleans and Lakers, and he got six points each. He is not uh, a sniper. No, 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 no. Go back minutes and give us the three-point percentage of minutes. <laughs> In the last two, okay, sorry. Pels last two, he had 20 minutes against New Orleans and shot three-point percentage of 40, mm-hmm. 15 minutes against the Lakers and 50, uh, 50% three-point Okay, percentage. you just so lost you, your fucking argument, Hammer. You lost <laughs> your argument. He no, what? Uh, why? The leading NBA three-point shooter at the moment is 41.7%. You've just given us three games where he was over 50% for the, from the three-point line and one game where he was 40%, 1% less from the three-point line. 
He remembered how to shoot threes, which is why we bought him in. Yeah, okay. right, guys, that's an average of 49.12% over the last five games. Which would put three. him in front last of the rest of games. the NBA, in front of the rest of the NBA by 8%. Uh, did you want the honours, Gav, or can I? You can go. Hammer, you're a dickhead. Go for it. Stand by it. I do. Landry oh. Shamit. Landry Shamit. We still love finally, you. Man. Landry Shamit has finally, finally now worked out what his role is in this team, which is to hit baskets at the rim on a penetration as a backup, as a backup to Devin Booker and to make sure he hits 40 to 50% of his three point shots. If he can come in, and do that because what a month ago we sat here going, honestly, our bench is fucked. Shamet has come in off the bench and fucking laid it out. And he has laid it out since all-star game. He has been fucking brilliant. And let's be honest. Would you rather, I'd still rather Landry Shamet handling the ball as a point guard than I would fucking Alfred Payton even getting on the floor. He's uh he was doing that, that wasn't the question um, towards the end. No, end no, of but game, let me. if that if that wasn't the question, Hame, we wouldn't sit here and go like you just said. He hasn't worked out how he's uh, well. He hasn't worked out how to be a sniper again. But then you also five said, games isn't enough to call him a sniper. It's more yes. than five okay, games. You can it's say more that than if you five want. Five games Let's... since the All Star break, he is over forty two percent since the All Star break, which is a better three point percentage than Cameron Johnson. Mate, he is the Suns' best three-point shooter of all time now, according to Gav, because he's shooting better than Cam right at the moment. Actually, <laughs> actually, funny you should mention that because two games ago when Tory Craig went three from three from three, um, he was actually the best three-point shooter in Suns history in Gav's eyes. Here's Gav's eyes, yeah. yeah. So as soon as I hear the name Landry Shamit, I automatically get Danny Green vibes. Oh, come on, man. He's wow. better than Danny Green. Okay. That's, I don't even know where to go from there. Um, let's How about the next the one? Pod. Let's end the pod now. <laughs> <laughs> um, when this side breaks the franchise record for wins, they will officially be the greatest Suns team of all time. Hamo, we're going to start with you with this one. Well, everyone went... Oh, no, yes, no. Thumbs up at me. Yeah, you're um, first, mate. So, well, I'm apparently the dickhead on this row. Um, and I, I was, you got to go black or white. My response was no, because I think there's a few things we've got to tick off first. And we what, what did I say? I'm going to, I'm going to pinch a little bit of a, um, what do we call it? The, the you, little you were going with side piece, yeah, I think you, yeah. you called it. Um, I, I want to see a little bit more. Like we had the, the the best team that we all think we've seen is the '93 team, uh, and they had an MVP in the season that they didn't win the chip. So I'm thinking if we we don't have to have the MVP, but if we get back to back finals appearances that and with the way this team is performed with Booker at that MVP level, I think that's enough for me to say greatest team Suns team of all time. You As it stands an, right now, just finals. ending the regular season, I don't think the record is enough to say greatest ever because what a loss if we didn't get to the end. So, yeah. 
So basically for you, it's another finals appearance. Yeah, but I mean, look, if Book turns around and got the MVP all of a sudden, I know that's not what the, the media's saying is going to happen, but that would even then, even then say, you know what, we've matched a season in the past. Well, the NBA don't want Phoenix having an MVP in this team. Oh, clearly. But, yeah, not, not they don't. <laughs> they don't. And I think uh, I read something today, can't remember who said it, might have been Kendrick Perkins. Um, the comment was, the NBA don't want Phoenix winning a an MVP or a defensive player of the year or a coach of the year or whatever, but they should because, I, I, no, it was Espo. So he's a Suns fan, which makes it harder. But he said they should because the Phoenix Suns play the game the way the game should be played. And they should be promoting this team. But yep. they're just not. Don't don't discount Big Perk being a Suns fan though. No, he loves. He's been very supportive of us all he season. Has, he has. He's not as good as JJ Redick yet though. I oh, know. Who we is should, the we greatest? Should have given him a little contract. He's JJ Redick is the greatest um, exponent of uh, NBA media currently going around. And I should have put that in as a thumbs up, thumbs down. But anyway, Hamo, rebuttal comments for Nate. Not particularly, man. I mean, it's thrown around too much who the greatest player, who the greatest team is, all this kind of stuff. If you've got a better record, I think by definition, we're the best team. That's it. Perspective. Who are they playing against? Yeah, so I think um, here's here's what I think. A little bit of this is the fact that um, I've been – a fan for so long and we've been so bad leading up to this time and um and and now we're so fucking good and we're about to break that record similar to what Hemo was saying but the um one one key thing that I do see is that it, the defense of this squad I believe is uh better than better than all previous and I also I also believe you see um uh, Nash getting taken out um by uh Horry and 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 we're thwarted, and then you see this this season, the the point god gets taken out, and we're fucking humming along, we're going really good. So when you when you speak to a team, um, I think I think that I think that speaks really highly of this one. So different different a- different though when um, yeah different though when uh, Chris Paul gets taken out in the regular season by Houston. And he's going to be back for the playoffs. And Steve Nash gets taken out by Robert Ory in Game Six of the fucking NBA. Uh, it is different. Western it is Conference different. Finals. It's, it is different. But we just didn't have Stephen, our Steve Nash taken out as well, did we? We've in, had we've had multiple other guys taking the double down on this a couple in, of times in Game Six and, of the NBA Finals, dude. Or the Western Conference Finals. Different. Way different. No, it's extremely hard I'm, to compare errors and players and all that as kind of a, as stuff. What but I'm, purely I, numbers. Yeah, yeah, let's let's not worry about. Um, look, um, we had injuries in, in 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 last year's finals, all right, and 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 the same thing happened this year. Keep, that keep, bit, keep in mind, that I'm, deep, I'm in agreement with you here. I think this is the best year. Sun's team ever. You just got to look at. You said it yourself a few fucking minutes ago. We played great clutch basketball with um, uh, um, third stringers. Yeah. 
So the same I, thing. I, I'm in a, I'm in agreement with you here. Like yeah. I've never seen a sun side that is this good in the clutch. Our the seven seconds or less teams. How many NBA finals did they appear in? Zero. Our 93 team, which I still considered the best Suns team of all time until two weeks ago, appeared in one NBA final series and got beat by Michael Jordan because he's a piece of shit. Um, uh, actually, no. Michael Jordan is not a piece of shit. John Paxton is. Um, <laughs> and Yep. <laughs> but honestly, this side played NBA finals last year when nobody gave them any chance whatsoever. Yeah. And what happened? The media turned around and went, everybody had injuries. The Lakers had injuries. Do you want to know what's happened this year when none of those fucking sides had injuries? The Phoenix Suns were already fucking 10 games clear of, 14 games clear of the Lakers before fucking Anthony Davis hurt himself. The Golden State Warriors, we were six, seven games clear before Draymond hurt himself. Honestly. This is a side that has come off the back of an NBA Finals appearance and is now the best side in the NBA by nine games. Nine. Hoorah. We have never, ever, ever had a Phoenix side that has been this dominant as what we've got now. So you asked me this question three weeks ago, I still would have gone with the 93 team. But as of right now, this team that we are watching is the best Phoenix Sun side we have ever seen. Ever. Now, some shit can go wrong and we may not make the finals. Touch wood that that shit doesn't happen. But reality is, this is the best Phoenix Suns team I have ever seen. And I've been watching since that KJ era. And they were <coughs> the best Suns teams that I'd ever watched. Seven seconds or less, 93 teams. That was, that. they were the teams. This side's better. Agreed. Well, that sounds like a uh, perfectly positive note to finish up on, Gav. We have one more thing to address before we finish up. Damn. Trev, Trev brought this up and I thought it was a great topic to talk about now. Um, and then Boyd reminded me because I forgot. Going into the finals, generally, rule of thumb is you have eight or nine players that play in a rotation. What I wanted you guys to do in, let's go three minutes each, how is our finals rotation going to look in 10 games' time? And I'm going to start with you, Boyd, because you reminded me of this. Okay. Given um, uh, Cam, uh, Cam Johnson obviously hasn't supplanted uh, Jay Crowder yet in the starting lineup, I'll go on the premise that um, Cam Johnson's still the number six. Um, campaign, number seven. So I've got two more players. I've got a guard. I got, well, it'll be, I think it'll be Landry Shemet and Javal McGee. Okay, so you think come finals and or playoffs as a whole, that's our entire rotation? No, well, it never it never plays out like that, Gav. You've always got spot. Okay, spot everyone everyone's fit. 
everyone's playing, that is our final rotation. As far as I can see right now, yes, yes. And I'm hey. look, I. Man, I'm just doing some math, and I don't see any way we trim it to a nine-man rotation. I agree a hundred percent. I mean, it's at least I ten. I hope. It's at least ten without giving minutes to Aaron or. And Yambo. I think it's eleven. Yeah, um, yeah, no, it's at least a ten-man rotation because your campaign. Hang on, TC, Cam Johnson, McGee off the bench. Hang on, this is a practice to go off of uh, a traditional nine-man rotation. So right, we're going to no, do no, that. No, it's not. No, it's not. That's not. That is not what we said. I said to you, uh, fucking. I said to you what you think our rotation. Go would play like. fucking marbles with someone else, then. I Fuck think. Me. I You're said to you, moving the I fucking said, goalposts. Hey, hey, hey! I didn't move anything. You did. I said to you, fuck it over there now. What do you think our finals rotation will look like? Now you just went. We only ever have eight or nine. Now you said eight or I nine. Didn't force I, you, I, mate. I said in the message pre-pod. That the word is that is that we're going to narrow it down to a nine-man rotation. Should we have a discussion about what we think that fucking looks like? Now you've yeah. come in and you're fucking going to throw out a fucking curve. No, I right said the first thing I think is I disagree with what Gav said, so I'm going to fucking tell him. I said to you, what do you <laughs> think <laughs> our rotation no, looks did. like? No, you, you fucking. It's not my fault you don't listen. I still <laughs> can't fucking... believe it's not butter. You've changed. You've changed it up. You've changed <laughs> it up. I just said to you, Gavin. "What do you think our rotation looks like?" Stop Gavin, fucking changing you've changed it. Changed it right at the last right. minute. You're done. You're cut. You're cut off for the rest of this. Am I? I'll go another way. How many do I need to get rid of? Two. I'll get rid of Peyton and Shamit. Whoa! Damn, we've already gone past the dickhead segment. All right. So when we when we get into finals rotation, and Boyd, I know you got upset, and and it's mainly because you decided that we only needed nine. Um, generally, the rule of thumb is the rule of thumb is that most sides in the playoffs will play a nine man rotation. Absolutely agree with you, Boyd. Absolutely, I don't think the Phoenix Suns will play that way. Um, I think there's two guys. If we are fully fit and the um, the foul situation doesn't hit us uh, like it did today and we don't get cheating referees. There's three guys that won't be in the rotation. So I'm kind of leaning towards Hammer here too. I three guys, three guys that won't I will screenshot our conversation in the fucking chat. Okay, screenshot. And then tell me, tell me how you Screenshot whatever it. you like. My question when we got on the pod was how do you see the Suns rotation? Uh, just what I think we're keeping this to an hour. Just thank you, Gavin and Boyd, for the awesome amount of editing required at the end of this. Um, Gav, that is literally the end of the agenda, my friend. That is the end of the agenda. We'll wrap it up right now. Uh, it's very late. Very No, it's not. Um, we haven't been that bad. Boyd's going to fucking spin his fucking iPhone around to because <laughs> nobody threw up this week while watching the fucking I, the pod. Um, <laughs> no one got epilepsy. No one got ep epilepsy. Decided to take a little car drive in the middle of a pod. <laughs> um, I will admit, I didn't watch the pod last week because without me and listening to me, it's not worth it. Um, 
But outside of that, Boyd, last comments. Last comments. Um, we're in a really good spot, boys. It's just, um, just get into these playoffs and, and let's keep the pressure on. Lovely. Hamo, last comments. Just to echo what Boyd said, you know, and let's keep pounding. Um, if I can, I want everyone to get out there and Aussie Suns fans land and uh, check out our, our boy Pierre Cardin. Um, he's doing a bit of promotion. It's starting to take some traction for us in the US there. Um, so, yeah, I'll uh, post all these social handles in the next thing, but he's the guy that did our uh, intro music. So let's give him a good shot and, um, yeah, hopefully he gets on stage soon at uh, Footprint. Very nice. Nate, last comments? Um, I'm really excited by what this team's going to look like injury-free. I think we've got a good opportunity now to manage everything to go into the playoffs set to just go on a tear and I, I'm really excited uh, to see how that looks which might lead to not as exciting basketball for the next so many games but very good uh, I'm gonna add an element here because a lot of our fans who watch the show uh, from uh, Twitter which I know Nate loves it's his favorite follow me at guesswork Gav follow uh, Boyd at I don't even know. Boods at, 83. At Boods fucking some shit. Some, um, some, yeah. Follow Nate at Nikki's Falcon. I mean, there's nothing to follow, so sure. Okay, and follow Hamo at? Sir Hamo. And most importantly, follow us at, at Aussie Suns fans on Twitter. Follow, like, Which is just you anyway. Which is just me. <laughs> follow, like, subscribe. On that note... We, uh, we like to give each other a spray, as this whole uh, pod has uh, shown tonight and every other one for that matter. <laughs> Why don't your little Twitter sphere of um, people with opinions give us a spray, give us some new yeah, content. Fuck yeah. Give us a spray, give us something to talk about next week. If you sat here, you're still at the end of this um, and you're watching this, I agree with Nate. Get on Twitter and give us an absolute fake Aussie style. Hell yeah. Um, Get into you it. heard us for the last couple of weeks. So tell us how fucking big a dickheads we are. Get on and spray us on Twitter. Let's let's engage, guys, because we're yeah. just about to head into the greatest phase of Phoenix Suns basketball. And uh, when we get over to the US, we're more than happy to stand outside Marley's and... Chant. <laughs> Love you guys. Uh, we'll see you for the next pod next week. Check out some Pierre Cardin. See you, guys. What's up, Aussie Suns fans? This is, I would say, top three podcast out there. The Aussie Suns fan podcast. I, this is terrible. I'm sorry. What's <laughs> It's going to be a good time. Was that good? See, we don't need thumbs up, thumbs down to have a fucking argument. It's, um... No, I'm telling you right now that on our... Hey, 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 hang on. Well, no, no, don't, don't slightly change a couple of fucking words after we agreed on something before the pod and then fucking slightly change a couple of words and then, and then fucking... I didn't slightly change anything. I just said to you, how does the rotation look? Gavin, you fucking did. So Wasn't you I don't supposed think, to be the angry one? You I don't, don't understand finals, that, that, that That's not going to change. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, my, my opinion is... Can... There is... One, 
We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen with the Ish thing. Probably should have been announced by now. So I think from a two-way perspective, Ish isn't going to play finals. He's not. He's not going to. The NBA is not changing those rules. What about um um Ify? Let's let's just change the whole he's fucking. Two-way. Um, he's let's two-way just change well. the whole. I just said two-way. Let's talk yeah. about um, um, two-way players that um, have the best chance of cracking the 15 rotation. That's kind of like what we we're talking about. We well, may as well keep changing shit up right at the last Okay, well, let's change it up. No, let's that's, not. That's let's for next week. Two-way two players. Two-way players. On. Shut the fuck up, Let's Leah. just move on. You had your shit. It's my turn. Two- Thank you, Gavin. Everybody else will. Carry on, boys. <laughs> no, leave it all in there. I'm going to put the fucking screenshot up. Oh, good for you.